Hi everyone, welcome back to Not So Random the podcast. You know, it's been a minute, but today we are basically doing a superhero smash up, I guess, or commentary, I should say. And you know, with me, I have Aaron. Hey, Aaron, how's it going? Good, good. It's been a minute since we did this, but we back at it, um, putting a lot of stuff into one podcast, but we're going to get it done like we always do. Yes. And, you know, we're going to go through our thoughts and of everything that we've watched, basically. I feel like pretty much the summer slash fall, right? Yeah. Like, Shang-Chi came out September 3rd. Yeah, so basically con- all the content that's come out since September, um, that's what we're going to be talking about. All the ones that I we've watched, at least, because I have not watched mm-hmm. all the content. But I've watched a good amount. The ones I feel that are personally the most relevant, relevant right now. Now there are some I'm just I just haven't watched, and those are relevant too. So let me not be shade to everything. But already, first things first, we're gonna talk about Shang Chi. Um, just so you guys know, Shang Chi is at least production wise, um, production or just like his, history wise, it was the first uh, MCU like Asian led film, which is really dope. Shang Chi is the first like Asian uh, led superhero or Second one, if you count, uh, I mean, you can also count Wong from Doctor Strange. So let me, I mean, from so let me not forget about him. But Aisha, Asian led film, and uh, Wong is actually in the movie, so that's kind of dope. Um, and honestly, like it was, it was an interesting ride watching it take off because I feel like you know it's supposed to come out in the summer and it got delayed. Like all the other sh- movies, I think they wanted it to be like a July release. Then Black Widow ended up being that spy and put Shang Chi back pandemic a lot of pandemic reasons of course because we are still in one mm-hmm. and then um it was that thing where marvel because marvel released black widow on um disney plus it didn't make nearly as much money in theaters right that made scarlett johansson mad that's why scarlett johansson you know like sued every suing disney they still out of court though of course like we all knew they would and um disney was basically treating Shang-Chi, like the same thing. They were like, oh, well, if this doesn't do well, then all the other releases for Marvel or MCU in the future are probably going to get, at least during the pandemic, are going to get released on Disney+. Plus. So it was a really big deal for this movie to make money. And Disney wasn't even promoting, or Marvel wasn't promoting. They weren't doing nearly as much marketing until after the film release, which is really annoying to see, right? So I feel like a lot of TikTokers and a lot of people who just like know how, who knew how important it was for it to do well that first opening weekend, like really made sure it did well. And it broke um records for like late for Labor Day like releases, which is huge outside the pandemic, right? Yeah. Um so basically that's why we have Eternals on time. This is why um we have we got Venom got to come out early. A lot of things were a lot of things were running on Shang-Chi. And it's wild that they didn't want to promote it and they weren't really trying to make it, you know, super successful. And that's just, you know, like racism, of course. I can definitely we can definitely call it for what it is. But I'm glad it did well. It's, uh, it did well financially. Um, I definitely think Eternals and Spider-Man are really going to whip it, kick his ass. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. So, but, you know, I say I bring this up, though, because I feel like people wanted to really drag Aquafina because Aquafina is a... Uh, uh, one of the plays like the best friend Katie in the movie and people are like oh well she's d- done like uh black voice and like really like fake the funk or you co- and culturally appropriate black culture to get famous very true we can definitely talk about it not gonna deny that but um uh, people want it because Aquafina was in there like oh we want to boycott the movie but it's just like if we do that you th- we're gonna screw over Black Panther because Hollywood is still very racist and they're like you know every co- person of color-led film 
has to do well for the next one to, to do well or right. to, for to get attention right and right. it's like y'all think that's cute or whatever or y'all think that's like pro, like progressive when really at the end of the day when black panther 2 comes out and we see like a promotion for that we're going to be mad as flans we're gonna be mad as black people right and this is why i'm just like things are intersexual way more intersectional than we ever think they are and we just need to keep an, uh, this be way more mindful because one, she's not the star of the film. She's not Shang-Chi himself. Mm-hmm. So that's why we don't really need to, you know, be super, super mad um, at Aquafina, or we don't need to drag Aquafina into the Shang-Chi mess, right? Like right. it's one thing if it was her movie, but it's not. Right. And so um, I just think that's important to bring up for future reference. Now, if you don't want to watch Aquafina and Queens, I've never watched the show. But if you don't want to watch that, I get that. That is a show to boycott if we're going to, like, not mess with Aquafina, right? We don't need to boycott Shang-Chi, right? That's just going to, that's not going to do with all of us. Because I'm not trying to see all these other white men and white women-led films in the MCU in the future. I'm just not trying to see only that, white men specifically. Because the first phrase of the MCU, first two in the half phases of the MCU truly were just white folks. Um, and so yeah, to right. fix that, we have to like support. And if you're not don't if you don't watch the movies, don't support. <laughs> but you don't you're not forced. But if you do, you know, go and watch it, pay for the little ticket. If it's on Disney Plus, do that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. Anyway, let's get into the actual plot of Shang Chi. So Shang Chi basically um kind of has ties to Iron Man 2 the Mandarin, the Ten Rings, the Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Ten Rings is a secret organization who's been in the MCU. They kidnapped Iron Man in the first one, right? Um, and Iron Man uh, 3, we had the character, the Mandarin. The Mandarin is like a terrorist and co- character in the comic books. Um, and it's tied to basically just like a lot of cr- like really crazy things. And Iron Man 3 messed it up where they made it like an actor, Ben Kingsley's character. It was, uh, but it was really like uh, Killian like the white guy behind extremists and basically i thought that was a really funny twist personally the whole twist in iron man 3 a lot of people hated it but um or it was like mixed reactions right um i thought the commentary on like the white man or the real threat is always on your own soil way more than like any other like foreign soil and that's true I thought that was really smart, but you know, the white boys do not like being told crap like that. So they threw a little fit. I do right. think, you know, the, by, by its own though, the Mandarin does deserve its own respect. So I can see both ways, as long as it's not done with like, I don't want to see like America's BS type of approach. Anyway, so basically this time they reuse the Mandarin and now he's he's not really a future referred to as the Mandarin in this movie. His name, real name is Wan Wu and he's basically this, uh, ancient being slash person who got 10 rings thousands of years ago that keep him alive and he has his two kids his son and daughter and his wife he loses his wife goes crazy and basically trained his son to be an assassin and his didn't want to train his daughter um what am i missing his son decides to leave escape and then he needs to basically call his kids back into the forest to try to save what he thinks is his mother but it's really like some dark force is that right. the justice from she i think that's the just right yeah that's pretty much it yeah okay um like i said we don't want to get too many plot details because we have a lot of things to get through today but what were your thoughts on shang chi overall aaron um so i didn't know much about him you know before the movie started um but i feel like after watching the movie i i do i have a good grasp of who he is what his uh you know background is um i like the movie I, the movie was way better than what i thought i think i gave it a nine um out of 10 which rightfully so i think a lot of people enjoyed it um 
I think, like I said, I think it explained his origin pretty well for the most part. It explained the connection with him and his dad. It explained his mom, um, his culture. And I think it led good for like future Marvel projects, especially yeah. at the end, um, you know, with the post-credit scenes and everything. So yeah. I think I think it was really good. Uh, what did you think about it? I thought it was really good too. I mean, I was able to enjoy, I thought this was the closest type of movie to Black Panther. And when I say that, not content or maybe how it made you feel type of thing but it did an amazing job of world building right like this could have been your first mcu film ever and you yeah. would have been the only part that you might have been confused about slightly was um maybe not Wong's character but maybe like the post-credit scene with uh captain marvel and the hulk or bruce banner because he was no longer professor hulk <laughs> he's yeah. now he's bruce banner so that's interesting how they're gonna answer that question but um i think that is the I, th I thought that was what's cool about it, right? Like the world being amazing. You don't have to know anything else. Like you can really just enjoy it for what it is. I thought the action sequences were incredible, incredibly choreographed. I thought it looked amazing. Um, and I just really liked the characters overall. I liked the writing, I liked the storyline. I just like it when you don't have to know anything and you can still really enjoy it. And right. you can appreciate it for more and then it makes you want to be like, okay, now I need to go read Shang-Chi comics, mm -hmm. right? Like that's what that movie made me do. Okay, now I want to lear learn everything about this character. And that's when you know you've really like hit off, right? You, that's when you know the movie's done well or you really like it or it's gonna right. have longevity. And I'm excited to see, see Shang-Chi in like ne next uh, like Marvel-led uh, or MCU group movies, right? Mm -hmm. Next Avengers, you know, Secret Wars, whatever they're doing next. I'm excited to see him and I want to see more Simu Lee because I think he's amazing. I think he's super attractive too. But I think he just has that, he has really good like um, charisma on screen. And I think he's a winner, honestly. I think the, I think all the acting was incredible, right? Like right. that he played um, Wan Wu, he was amazing. Right, I right. Goodness, like dope. Um, I love the fighting, the fighting scenes. Yeah, like I enjoyed all of it, and I know people hate you know big monster at the end. I enjoyed it. I did think the um the ending with the father like saving his son like I I love that, and I think that's like a nice redemption like art. I also think this is a movie that you definitely want to talk to like um Asian people about because I think that they have a lot more culturally understanding re relevance or just they can tell you about like culturally like why certain things maybe were said or weren't said right i remember watching this one tiktok and they were just like oh the father didn't say something i think like towards the, like when he died right and right. it's just like and then they were saying like asian parents would never do that like that it's very culturally different right so i think that like um it's dope to see how, and because it has an Asian director, um, and I, I want to point that out, that the, the movie's directed by Dustin Daniel Cretton. Um, I want to say it's also Marvel's like, first Asian director, um, which is also a really big deal. Behind the scenes, it's just as big deal as in front of the scenes. Oh, Chloe Zhao and Eternals. Yeah. But I think they filmed Shang-Chi before they filmed Eternals. I don't know, actually. But anyway, my point is, is that, um, that, it's really important to know that who's behind the camera, but also just like sometimes you, see, you know how Black Panther we all understood certain jokes on Black Panther because we're black. I think yeah. the same way that like Asian people really understood Shang Chi's character and how things were done in the writing and whatnot, um, uh, because they're Asian. And yeah. sometimes it's truly just that, oh, it's because I'm this. And that's really just the answer. So I think that's super dope to see that the MCU is really uh, making sure that the diversity in the, is in the writing, the, the culture is in, is in the story. That's right. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it did well, it was good. It wasn't yeah. like, you know, stereotypic or whatever. 
Yeah, it wasn't no no stereotypes. Um, the woman who plays the sister actually, I forgot her name that quickly. Um, she made a really interesting point about how a lot of Asian woman characters who are supposed to be the badass always get like a purple or a color streak in their hair, right? I never noticed this. I something I probably would have never noticed, right? But it's basically a stereotype that they do to make it like the character super badass. And she was just like, "Do not put pur- 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 a purple streak or any colorful streak in my hair." A stereotyping you can I can just be a bass without that thing right it's yeah. the same thing where you know like sometimes the Asian schoolgirl you'll see Asian schoolgirl right like um and like she's supposed to be either a badass and it's like hypersexualized it's a way to like minimize or um minimize like uh Asian woman's uh what's the word I'm looking for autonomy yeah that's what I'm looking for. So I thought that was super interesting. So I really encourage everyone to go listen to like the post interviews. Y'all know me. I love a good celebrity interview. I love like reading articles about how actors feel about certain things. I feel like that's, to me, that really sets a tone for the movie for real. Like um, before and afterwards, right? And you can see how much like passion they put into these projects. So that's always fun for me to see. Um, I think, do you have anything else to say on Shang-Chi? I know it's been a minute. So our thoughts no, are probably weird. like way like back there. <laughs> Um, yeah, the only thing that I didn't really like about the movie, I guess, was when they had uh, Shang-Chi's friend, like, shoot the arrow at the end. Like, you just learned how to do this. And then now you, you know what I mean? Like, that was yeah. like a really, like, That was truly just thing. like, okay, we just need her to do something. So this yeah. is what we're going to give her. It didn't have to be that. It, they could have had her do something else. I feel like if it was a mistake, I feel like if they played it off as a mistake, like, I didn't mean to do that, it would been- like a like a funny way to do it and i know the hate i know people hate when the mcu gets funny and funny and serious moments i know y'all hate that i don't hate it as much but i can understand it um but yeah i do think the fact that it was just like oh like she learned this a day ago or 24 hours maybe 48 hours of the skill how she, how she do this yeah um i do love that they brought trevor slattery back the original mandarin uh right. again kinsley i thought that was smart because um also, there's a short film that like shows uh after that's from after Iron Man three. It was on the Iron Man three like DVD that's now on Disney Plus, and it basically shows like the Mandarin actually the real Mandarin Wang Wu taking out the fake Mandarin out of prison because he's trying to kill him. Finds out he's just been in his basement for years, going crazy with this little pig creature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I thought that was really fun and uh funny to see. I love the mom's like town, the the where the mom yeah. actually came from, like the worldly dimension. The fact I think. I'm excited for the next project because I really want to get into like the the multiverse and I think or other dimensions of the universes or I don't know if it was like a pocket universe, but clearly it was not on Earth, right? Because those people yeah. like live forever or they live for a very long time. They all have powers. They are really connected with like the universe and everything is just really it's I'm like, mm, this is this is what I really want to see, right? Um so I'm excited for that and the sequel. I'm excited to see what the sister does with the Ten Rings because I feel like she's not giving up that power. She, mm-hmm. she's either going to be the bad guy in the next movie so i think that'll be interesting to see what yeah, i wasn't expecting i was like she's not gonna give up that power right and now she has razor fist on her size like she got her homeboy like she i mean why would you give up that violence right like why would you give up that amount of power i i probably wouldn't and most people probably wouldn't and i yeah. think that's the that's the, that's the part that i think that um i i find the most interesting like i probably would not give up that power either so easily yeah, Shang Chi was all that. They did a good job. Good. It was good. Um, already we get to our next project. Yes. Already the next Marvel project we're talking about is what if, 
it is directed by Brian Andrews or he's a showrunner. Either way, what if I think it will truly is the play or the media perfect series right after Loki, right? The multiverse mm-hmm. is broken. Now people still don't know what you what moment broke the multiverse. We don't know if it was Scarlet Witch, which becoming a Scarlet Witch from uh, WandaVision. We don't know if it was um, the moment when Loki and uh, Sylvia kissed. We don't know if it's when they decided to sit there in the room too long, right? Like with yeah. um, with uh, Kang. Like we don't know which exact moment did it, right? Like it could have been a moment even before then. So either way, multiverse is broken, right? So now you have the What If series, which goes on different universes and different, yeah, different universes and shows the small alternatives or the small changes of each universe right like mm-hmm. so the first episode you have captain carter right and it's like what if steve rogers never took the super soldier serum and i like this episode a lot people have it out for her though captain carter and i'm like yo now maybe it's because steve rogers went back to her at the end right like totally i still hate that i still hate that ending for Finale, um, right? captain america huh yeah, for after Endgame. You yeah, know how yeah, Endgame, yeah. he decides to stay back in the past, and you're just like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. he's, he says he's supposed to mess up. So, yeah, understandably so, right? But, like, people also are just like, I'm not feeling her. Especially, personally, when I think that, like, in the comics, like, her real love, his his real love interest is um, Peggy. Or not Peggy. Um, not Peggy Carter, because that, that, that's, the, that's the other one. That's... The one who people are like, oh, that's his niece, technically. But it's like not his niece. Oh, the one that was in the, the show, The Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah. I can't even think of her name. Power Broker. Power yeah. Broker. What's her name? Wow. Wow. How did we forget this that quick? How did we forget this that I know what you're talking about, though. Um, Sharon. Sharon. Sharon yeah, Carter. Yeah, Sharon Carter. I was yeah. like, it's coming to me. It's coming to me. Um yeah so you know sharon carter is the real love interest right and you know that's really not his niece i'm people still haven't answered the we still don't know the question like oh like has he been there and see the entire question honestly the writers don't even have an answer for that they don't so i just think that it's really up to whatever when you want to believe right anyway (laughs) so maybe that's why people hated the episode but i like i said i like the what if episode i thought that it was really fun to see her i also think that I, I love the small differences of that, like, because Peggy, Captain Carter, is already, was already a trained, like, soldier, she was automatically going to be better. She's going to be slightly stronger. She's going to be faster. You know, it took Steve a second to get his little super soldier serum under control. It's gonna be, it was faster for her, so I liked how they showed that. I liked the little monster they had at the end, right? Like, I just thought it was really well done. A lot of the actors, the original actors, came back and were the actual voices for the characters that they played. Of course, besides, like, if you have a time series, you didn't have Robert Downey Jr. Chris Evans didn't play uh, Steve Rogers. Um, uh, Scarlett Johansson did not play Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and Captain Marvel wasn't played by Brie Larson. Yeah, some uh, of the voices you could definitely tell wasn't them. Some of them was a little like bit Black off. Panther, you could definitely tell it was him. Exactly. So I think that um, some, some, and but honestly, some people have like one or two lines. So it's like, I don't really need to show up for like one or two lines. You can just get a voice actor. Um, you know, if their Marvel contract was up, I don't blame, I don't think it was super distracting, honestly, just because I think the story, stories were really well, well done overall. Um, so that was the first episode, first Avenger. What if T'Challa became Star-Lord? Love this episode. It was 
in this episode this series was Chadwick Boseman's last performance like yeah period right yeah. so you know i feel like if you're a huge Chadwick Boseman fan like you definitely should probably go check this out mm-hmm. just because i feel like it's uh super dope to it see. was really good um yeah uh i love the t'challa episode when he becomes star lord i think that he would be a way better star lord of course than the star lord that we have in the known in the in the main mcu i should say mm-hmm. um I think the fact that in his universe Thanos, he could convince Thanos with one conversation. I think that's really like T'Challa though, right? Like as a character, T'Challa or as a person, we know that he is a super, um, he's, a, he's a true leader, right? Yeah. Like you get that feeling Black Panther, you got that feeling Civil War, right? That mm-hmm. he doesn't really need to fight unless he really, really wants to, right? So I think that in his universe where Thanos is not, murdering everybody it's pretty dope i love that version of nebula blonde yeah, nebula yeah. was she was badass thought that was dope um i yeah i love that episode that was a good one it was um, way better than the first yeah i will say it's better than captain carter episode the next one we have is where the world lost its mightiest heroes and this is i when, love that one i love that it one. was so dope basically like the avengers are being murdered and like it takes off it, it's in it's part of like iron man 2 like where you know that when Iron Man 2 is, is with Nick Fury and they're in the Randy's Donuts. Um, he dies right there, right? And you're trying to figure out, it's like a murder mystery. And you're like, who was murdering these people? It turns out it's Hank Pym. And you know, Hank Pym in the comics is way more of a bad guy than he is in the MCU. Now they could always introduce that part. But um, I think it's be very interesting to see what they do or how uh, Hank Pym is now like in the future. Or like, I liked, his, I liked how they did that in the show. And I wasn't expecting it to be him at all. I didn't know who it was. I was like, it makes sense. He has motive. You yeah, know what I, mean? I was just like, are people blinking out and just killing someone? I mean, when I saw the Hulk blow up into a green thing, I was like, whoa, because you can't kill the Hulk. And I knew that's when it was like wild, right? Like, but I guess it kind of makes sense now because remember when Black Widow knew somebody was there and she figured out who it was, and like when she was getting hit and stuff, like you couldn't see nothing. So I guess that I thought yeah. it was just a camera view, but now it makes sense why we couldn't see it. Yeah, um, because. The original Ant Man has some has some venom. He was mad his daughter died, rightfully yeah, so. Yeah. And this is clearly also a universe where um the where the Wasp is an original Avenger. You know, originally I know um in the original MCU, the MCU that we know, like Black Widow was introduced. It's supposed not Black Black Widow was there, but it was supposed to be the Wasp first. And the Wasp in the comics is an original Avenger waiting for Black Widow. So. That's interesting to know that in that universe, that's how they were going to do things. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? That was a super. That was that's when that's when the show got dark, right? I mean, that, that was, was yeah, that was it that was, was cool. overall the show. You don't I think, think it got dark the one before? I was going to say actually, I was like actually it got kind of dark before. Yeah, and yeah. Then it got super dark with like absolute points, and then like cosmic energy, and you had to watch uh, Rachel McAdams' character die every other every 10 seconds she was dead like you couldn't fix Mm -hmm. that i thought that was a really interesting multiversal rule they introduced like you have absolute points that have to happen now absolute points to multiple universes clearly because in his universe like she's not dead unless that's coming in the next movie you never know um so that was i think that is very very interesting uh to see that um and that's when the show i was like this is getting deep and this is when you have supreme dr strange supreme i believe his character is right Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I would be. I would love to see Doctor Strange Supreme in uh, Multiverse of Madness. I yeah. think that character is coming back. No way you're getting rid of a character that interesting. Even though the show is animated, 
I feel like we're gonna see a lot of these characters in the main MCU. Like I, I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't use them, especially Owatu, right? The Watcher. That's oh, sorry, y'all. The whole point of the series is that Owatu <laughs> is a character called the Watcher. There's a group of Watchers. You've seen them in Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and they basically just watch over different universes, and uh, they just watch, and they're not supposed to intervene. Owatu's intervened four thousand times with the comics, though, so he's gonna intervene. Um, and the coolest part of how they did it is like, you know, he's watching from afar in the first episode. He gets closer and closer to, you can see his face. He's yeah. literally like right there watching. <laughs> Doctor Strange becomes so powerful that he can just, he can communicate with him, which is how you know Doctor Strange Supreme is just different. Cause you're not supposed to see them. Like yeah. that's how powerful they are. This is essentially like a godlike being who can just, who just watches and records and they just have to let humankind do their thing and they cannot intervene. That is their main thing. But he intervenes. Yes. Usually, for the better, he believe for the better of the universe. Um, you can debate like how useful it is, right? It's like you can either just let that universe die, or you can do something. And it's kind of a question of like morality, right? And kind mm-hmm. of in a sense, at the end of the show, they get they get into the point that we're all actually watchers, right? Like we are yeah. watching for our enjoyment, like versus intervening. Now, of course, it's movie, right? But if it was real, if you really were a watcher. Like to just watch something that people die with and not do anything is kind of wild, right? Like, yeah, you yeah. can't just you can't just be a you can't just be like, oh, I enjoy your story without intervening. So yeah, I, I think, think they mentioned that in, like, in the finale, right? They did, yeah. When Black Widow is, um, because she's just like, I'm not going back to this universe. We'll get to that though. Yeah. Um, and then so after that, Doctor Strange lost his heart. What if zombies? That what if zombies is a super is a zombies? Uh, Marvel zombies is a super important dope comic. Um, that was really cool. I liked how they brought zombies back in the end. I want a part two, though. I really want to see, yeah. like, how, would, like, were they able to, like, fix that universe? Because in the comics, they are able to fix it, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know why. I feel like I was, I really wasn't expecting Scarlet Witch at the end, but with Visions involved, I guess I should have expected that now that I think about it. Yeah, me neither, honestly. Um, and why did not it why stay giant? Huh? Like, why didn't she get smaller? You know what I'm saying? Like when she was like the big giant zombie. Why would she stay big? Cause remember she, she Oh was, yeah. Well no, remember? You know you know what's crazy? Okay. So you're talking about the wasp, right? When she became yes. big. Yes. That was confusing to me. But you know what was really confusing to me? The fact that they just didn't use the cape to go across. Yeah. Right. I was like, you can just fly over that. Like, you can just fly over. But I you don't have to just, be on the ground. Yeah, I just think it was the point to show Wasp was just like, I'm dying anyway. Like, let me just, let me Die. just, like, let me just sacrifice myself. I think that's what it's supposed to be. But the real logical thing is just like, take Doctor Strange's cape and just, just fly. Cause it's, right. It's, it can and then, you know, if you know you're going <laughs> to die, like, get back small. Cause she yeah. Green, remember? Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, I think that was just for Scott at the end to be like, my love. Yeah. And that's and that's when you know you're watching a comic book show. It's a comic book, it's comic book logic. Sometimes I know sometimes I get really particular about these things, but other times I do have to remind myself comic book logic. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like shit doesn't have to be logical. Logical. It doesn't have to be like this ma- like a masterpiece every time. It's just comic books. Just enjoy it for what it is. That's true. And things are supposed to have their moments. So I think that's really what that was supposed to be. But I it do was, agree. it was still good regardless. Still really good. Uh the fact that Vision is just calling not casually killing T'Challa just piece by piece. Right. Dark. <laughs> but this it was the same thing in the comics. Hank was Hank Pym actually who found the cure and was just like feeding T'Challa. So I thought that was interesting that they did that. Mm-hmm. Um the what if episode for Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? That was it, a good one. Yeah, 
and um, I really liked it. Um, I believe it was Michael B. Jordan who came back in the role of Killmonger. Um, it, was that his voice? Yeah, I believe okay. so. You know what I hated about this one? That I this is when I was like, this show is getting really annoying with these endings because I don't like how they had all these huge like endings and it was like, oh, we're not going to show you what happens. Yeah, oh, like I, he he pretty much like got he didn't get away with it because you know in the in the finale. finale show, but like you know what I mean. I wanted him to get caught that yeah. episode when he didn't. Yeah, I think I would have really liked that. And that's what I was like, I need to do maybe forty minutes. I mean, maybe like ten more minutes on these thirty minute episodes. I agree, but um yeah i was like he's just killing everybody i'm like he didn't need to kill he didn't he didn't need to kill um war machine didn't need to kill um half the people he did right like but i thought he was gonna try to kill the king once he got into wakanda right but he yeah that's what i thought black- i thought when it was on that cliff scene i thought he was gonna like push him off or something same same but i was like there's way too many eyes in wakanda for that'd be really stupid that'd be really stupid yeah. but i guess he just I, went the power of the black panther definitely was um, a good villain he yeah, manipulated everybody. He was he was really good, but I I had the funniest part. Okay, the most cringe part in the entire episode when he was just like, "What kind of forever?" And so <laughs> and and I was just like, "This is not sound genuine." But I had to remember, like, he's not genuine. It wouldn't yeah. sound genuine. It would sound corny coming from a dude who literally just does not care about Wakanda. It's it is worried about corny. himself, right? Like, and a part of me was like, "Okay, clearly he's supposed to come back, right?" Like, I knew at one point after the Doctor Strange episode, I was like. You know, they're gearing up to make it a big power thing, right? Like, there's going to be a group of them at the end of this. And clearly, Black Panther, he's, him as a Panther is going to come in, right? Like, right. I knew, but I was like, something's off, right? Like, mm. So, this is when it would really start to gear up. Like, well, if he, he's not a good guy. He's not going <laughs> to, is he going to want to save the universe, right? That's what I started thinking about after this episode, right? Right. And then, what if Thor were our only child? I think this episode was really funny. I liked it. I love Thor. And I know you have your thoughts. So I'm going to let you get them out. I didn't like the episode. I just thought, like, I, and I think I didn't like it because of the placement. I think I told you that. How are you going to have all these other episodes of, like, dark, 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 dark? And you get to this one. And it's just oh, like, you know what, Aaron? You're right. But you're 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 right because the episode actually was supposed to be placed earlier. They switched the episodes. The Doctor, this episode was supposed to be where the Doctor Strange episode was. Believe right. it or not. And I can see so, it. So and you and you know how you can tell, right? I mean, one, the the darkest confirmed this. Two, because Owatu is much farther back in this episode than he was in the episode. Because you know how every episode he gets closer and closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were right. You're you are right about the placement. But I think maybe they did that. I think because they had leaks. I think Disney switched the episode because, like, like you know, people were leaking the episodes and they were, and Disney hates shit like that. Yeah. Disney will scrap shit over a leak. Disney yeah. will not release shit over a leak. So I think that that was their just, like, fuck, it's been leaked. We need to, like, figure out how to fix this. So, yeah, I hear I hear you on that. But if I feel like it was an episode, I feel like you would have liked it even more if it was where Dr. Strange episode was supposed to be. I agree. I agree. Um, I like this version of Thor. I do like this idea that Loki was able to be a frost giant in that universe. Like, yeah, yeah. And you know, they're cool. Loki's not mad because he had his people, right? Mm-hmm. Which shows how 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 big of an impact that that Thor that the um the Loki Thor relationship brother relationship is. And they still consider those brothers, but it's just very different. Clearly, yeah. you know, like Loki is way more content being a frost giant with his own people. He doesn't feel invalidated, right? Because he's not adopted. He was never adopted. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that really gives credit to the Loki we know, right? And that episode made me like Loki and Thor even more, right? Like, I think that the Thor Loki dynamic has been really has been explored really well in the MCU, and I think people don't 
people don't pay attention because people are just like they write off things so easily right and this is what i was saying about the dark world via twitter and vr text messages that like that movie is dry yes it is not an amazing movie yeah but it's but it does do an amazing job of establishing like the thor loki relationship and it carries over into all the other avengers movies that loki are that loki's in it carries over into the actual loki series it carries into thor ragnarok which again i don't think thor ragnarok would have been nearly as good without all these establishing moments of loki and thor's relationship so yeah that's just my little spiel but loved how they did this episode again um the next episode is what if ultron won right and i thought this i thought this was kind of crazy honestly like literally it takes place it's the part where the the defining moment of this universe is that um loki's body is uploaded into not loki's ultron's body is uploaded into vision remember in the yeah. in, in age of ultron like vision was supposed to be ultron right yeah but you know uh she the the doctor unplugs it because Scarlet Witch like tells her you do it, and the Avengers are able to grab uh, Vision's body, creating the Vision. Right. So there is no Vision in this universe; it's just Ultron, and this Ultron is quite efficient. My goodness! And it's just the idea that like he was conquering and killing everybody, wiping everything on universe, planet to planet, right? Um, and he's better at it than everyone else because he's a machine. Right? right, you know that scene where he like cuts Thanos in half, right? Because he realizes like, oh, there's more Infinity Stones, and Thanos comes over for the Infinity Stones, and or to grab the last one. But because Ultron's so efficient, he doesn't even question. There's no conversations. It's just like bam, right? Again, people can talk about how maybe Thanos have seen that coming because he had the, had the Infinity Stones, or it could have been quicker. But I think they're just again, this goes to comic logic. You can't just overanalyze everything. Yeah. Um, people were also annoyed. I know because uh Gamora was alive right yeah, and yeah, yeah. Thanos had the stone but it's like how does he have half all the stone most of the stones for one but she's still alive who did he sacrifice people were like maybe sacrifice Nebula maybe sacrifice complete, somebody completely different um or maybe should have just shown like or maybe it was out of time you know place it's just that is a question they have who did he sacrifice mm-hmm. the question I again maybe maybe they'll again. get into that in the second season thank you exactly we didn't the episode that we did not get in the shut in the season was the Gamora episode and yeah. we didn't see it into the finale about like oh so we had a missing episode but they're gonna it's probably gonna be the first episode of the next season i don't know why we would want to go back yeah yeah after after the end unless it's going to be relevant this one switch some things up so i don't get yeah, gonna do that but i'm gonna let marvel do what it does mm-hmm. and have my questions later because i do think that maybe we should just have the episode um and i think that a gamora tony stark team up is gonna fun it's a fun watch it's a fun right. thing to like think about um so i like that um do you have any thoughts on the what if ultron one episode um yeah i i really like that episode like you said it was just different seeing it from a point of view of ultron actually succeeding and uploading himself in vision mm-hmm. um i thought it was good i thought it made sense was that the episode when the watcher was getting like beat up <laughs> Yes, I think that was. That's because then he had to call Doctor Doctor Strange Supreme afterwards yeah. in his little in his because you know at the end of his episode he's he was in a little ball, a little purple ball yeah. for the rest of his life, and he was like, "Oh, I gotta call you" because he was getting his ass whooped. Now <laughs> we talked about this, and you were like, "He can just whip his ass," and it's like the whole point, comic logic again, is that the Watcher is not intervening; he's not gonna ever overuse his power, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Ultron also, I think they also trying to prove how strong Ultron is. This nigga can really destroy everything if he wants to. Like, right. 
And I think that's what they're showing that like Owatu's powerful, but Ultron has collected so much power, and because he's a machine, he's just better. He's just slightly you know better. If I if Doctor Strange is better than me because you saw me going through stuff and you didn't want to help me, and now you want me to help you. you remember, I mean? he said that. Well, remember, he asked. He said like. Yeah. But I think the whole point was, that, and I think Doctor Strange understood his his code, right? Because they're both cosmic beings at that point, right? That like you can't break a certain code. Doctor Strange was Doctor Strange was warned multiple times. It's yeah. not like oh, you know, no one told him, and he's just guessing. The other half of Doctor Strange that he absorbed told him, "Hey, don't do this. Don't do this. Yeah, don't do yeah. this. Don't do this." And the the watch, like, everyone came up and was like, "You can't do this." Yeah. She's dead. You and gotta accept. You gotta move anyway. on. And he moved on. So I think a part of it was just the fact that, like, yo, like we told you, we don't really need to, like, you don't <laughs> don't argue with me because I told you so, right? And plus, he's been in that. I assume he's been in that ball for a minute, and so he was just like, I'm going to. Uh, yeah, he probably was just thinking about everything, especially when he saw her, like how she reacted when she saw him. Exactly. So I think a part of it was just the fact that he was just gonna like, he's like, you're gonna have to accept accept the facts. And he's had time to think. He's accepted his fate. Yeah. But it was a good episode. It was very good. And then the finale. Mm-hmm. What if the Watcher broke his oath? Which he did. Which he did, of course. Uh, like I said, he would. Like we knew from the beginning that he would. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a really great finale. I love that Black Widow is the savior. This okay, can we talk real quick? Overall, this version of Black Widow is the best. Yeah, it is I the best. It is so much better than Scarlett Johansson version. And it's just like, yo. Yo, like, where was she at? Where was she at? This is the Black Widow that is like I feel like way more comic accurate, way more badass. Like, it's that it's that sexy badass that she's supposed to be, right? Like, and I feel right. like in the MCU they just try to really like they just made her the the woman character and like I can I always got like, pick up after you boys, and it's just like no, that's not who she is, right? And I feel like this version was so much better, mm-hmm. and I'm just like we need to bring Black Widow back somehow maybe not Scarlett Johansson somehow but just see this version because I think this version is the version that we deserved and it's I'm very sad that um it was just an animated version like damn this is such a dope written character and like she was such an essential part she saved the universe she saved the multiverse for real Mm -hmm. like she I mean between and I thought her and Peggy Carr's friendship was super dope and this is the part I love about um this, this is why I think I love the What If series so much, because I just feel like they did such a good job, like, defining or adding to characters that we already know and love, right? right. Like, they added to Chakala's, to Chakala's character. They added to Killmonger. They added to Thor. They added to everybody that we already care about. They made me care about Hawkeye, for real, yeah. a little bit, yeah. right? Like and that's saying something. Yeah, that scene where Hawkeye sacrifices himself, right, to save the universe is really dope to see, right? And it's the opposite of what we saw in Endgame, right? Like, and it was just, it was just amazing. Like, I was getting goosebumps at the end of the episode. I was like, whoa. Now, I do love the fact that Killmonger, you know, after they save the universe, and it was, the part where he's like, you know, she's a girl more like, oh, this is the Infinity Stone Destroyer. I'm like, our bet. That's that's all we need a little destroyer, you know. He, they just try they try to destroy, it and she's like, "Oh, this is from only from my universe." I said, "Damn, I didn't even think of that." Like, yeah. I, I was like, "I was like, oh shit." They had a solid plan, right? And when they destroyed, I said, that, "I said that felt a little easy." I felt, that felt a little easy, and then mm-hmm. the stones were right back. I said, "I said, damn," and I was like, "Thinking their ass whooped," and um, all that. <laughs> and, uh, the fact that they had all the cosmic, uh, like bulletproof yeah. defense was. That was cool to see. Um, and then Killmonger, you know, they save the planet actually because they use um uh the Hydra AI. 
Yeah. Um, Adrian uh, Zoloff. Zoloff. And they uploaded it into uh uploaded into Ultron. to Ultron's body, which I thought was super dope. I yeah. I I like the fact that they brought him back. I think his that character, was a risk though. Huh? He was that was risk. a risk. And that's why you know that's why they cut his leg off because they're like, yeah. you have too much power, right? You are intense. So, um, because he's still he's still technically a Nazi, like you know, um, or a Nazi scientist, whatever, still a Nazi. Um, so I think that that I think that was super interesting to see, um, in the show. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Killmonger tries to actually like take the stones and the watcher knew right the watcher knew what was going on right because like i think yeah. i don't know if the watcher can predict the future but like very well aware of how people he since he watches them he's very well people's behavior um because i was like killmonger was not gonna just give this shit up so that was interesting it was it was it was dope to see honestly like i really liked how they um how they uh played that or how they did that at the end and basically ultron slash zoloft slash uh killmonger end up in a pocket universe in dr strange's pocket right and if they ever get out it's gonna be shit show for all of us yeah my theory is is that they get out and yeah and and it's gonna be ever gonna see a live action version of like the aftermath of that you think hell yeah i think that the ultron character was so interesting um that why would they get rid of him? Why would they do that? Yeah. I wouldn't. I know I wouldn't. Like I think that they're gonna hold it. I think you may not. I think it's gonna be a few years before we see it. I think it's gonna be a moment, but I do think it's we're gonna see it. I do think it's gonna be. Do you think that this is somehow gonna come out in the in the second Doctor Strange movie? Maybe not that soon, because I feel like that's gonna really be focused on Scarlet Witch slash Wanda. Apparently, yeah. it's rumored that. In that movie, just just point out this rumor that that she's gonna fight an X Men villain. That there's gonna be an X Men villain. Uh huh. Which you've been waiting f- for. I don't know how I feel about that though, because I okay, honestly, like I feel like Eternals may give us questions to X Men, right? Because Eternals are basically like the reasons why we have superheroes, right? And at least yeah. in, in in Marvels, right? That like you had the Deviants, the Eternals, and you have humans, right? Like, and um, from the Eternals, you get mutants, like they're direct because of the of what the Eternals have given us humans can handle the their bodies can handle becoming superheroes so even the ones who like that's why peter parker can survive the spider bite right that's why captain marvel can survive the the blast of an affinity stone because of the eternals influence like on part of the creation right like in the in the marvel and i think that in the marvel universe i think that when you see Eternals is going to get into that um but that's basically what the base of that is and so i am really interested to see how like will our mutants gonna come from the universe right or are mutants gonna always be here i think it's really tricky i think it's gonna be hard to figure out because i feel like you can't just be like mutants are always here and, we're, and they're just waking up in 2021 right yeah, yeah, yeah. We know, like apocalypse has always been a mutant since like the beginning right um we know that the phoenix force has always been around right so we just know things have been around so i think that they're gonna have to probably maybe just like bring it from the universe for it to make sense or i don't know or bring bring the mutants that we know from the universe and then maybe that wakes up like an x gene or something maybe the uh snap of destroying thanos or thanos waking or or thanos killing the universe break something up like something's yeah, yeah, going yeah. to give so it's gonna be really interesting how they do that um or maybe it turns to give us something to the fantastic four i don't know i really don't know um but it's gonna be good though i can't wait it's gonna be really good people have seen the movie i've been some people have been to the premiere the premiere last week um and they said it was very good that they and they said that it is 
the most ambitious and very different Marvel film, right? People said it's a movie that, like, um, they're like, if you want a typical Marvel movie, you may not like this. Just because, <laughs> you know, um, it's going to be... People are comparing this to a Greek, a Greek drama, I should say. So they're like, it's way more of a play. Like, like it's like a play. I don't know if that's the correct term. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know why I'm getting a review um, already, but I'm just, you know, passing the word on, I guess I should say. Um, but yeah, I think this movie is just very different, going to be very different. And yeah. You get that vibe from the trailer, knowing that Chloe Zhao is behind it, um, who just won an Oscar, and her movie Nomad was so different. I didn't think this movie is going to be like, it's not going to be like Captain Marvel. It's not going to be like Black yeah. Widow. It's not going to be like Shang-Chi. It's just not. And I feel like I know that going in. And I just, I mean, maybe I'm saying this because I don't want to hear no one on the internet complain about like, oh, it didn't have enough action, right? It didn't have enough of this. It didn't have enough of that. You know, because people are going to say that. Yeah, of course. But my, like, this is my thing. Not even all the Marvel comics have action, right? Like, not every time in a comic something's blowing up, right? It's mm-hmm. a part of it. But it's not the main thing, right? Like Peter Parker's best stories don't have had nothing to do with like an actual fight. You know what I mean? It's something mm-hmm. a drama. It's something behind it, and that's why I'm just like y'all. Like we can care care about a fight, but we gotta care about the plot a little bit more, a little bit more. We gotta care about the character development a little bit more. So that's all I'm saying, right? People are still gonna people are still gonna talk, and this is why I'm just like you know I don't listen to everybody talk about movies and film because I'm just like y'all just don't. I don't know. Some people just don't have yeah. like a people don't have like the and aren't all good at it, right? Like, and of course, if you just one thing to be like a movie's good or bad, right? That's not a review though, right? But like, um, I considering I watch a lot of movies, I feel like I like I know what to look for in movies, or I know what I like to see in movies, right? Um, and I just I can tell the difference between someone who's watched like maybe one movie or like ten movies in their life. Versus like hundreds of movies, right? Because someone's watched ten movies in their life is going to feel very differently about, um, I don't know, name a movie, about the Scream franchise, right? Than I would, right? Because I love horror yeah. movies and horror movies are some of my favorite genres, and I understand what the what the what Scream does, right? And I think a part of also knowing movies. This I know I'm going on a little tangent right now. A part of what makes movies great sometimes is understanding the cultural re- re- relevance of what's going on right now, right? And I think that's why I really like talking about pop culture because it's just like, you if you can figure out what the climate is in the world, you can figure out why movies are so impactful at certain times, right? Like Black Panther two, Black mm-hmm. Panther was super impactful in twenty eighteen, right? Culturally relevant. We're talking. We have things that like police brutality going on. You know, we're really trying to make sure that like like Black empowerment movements are super heavy or super intense, right? Um, it's the re- it's, it's, so it's like that's why it's a hit, right? That's why Black Panther hit. Because we don't see black superheroes, right? right? But superhero movies are huge in our time right now, right? Now this movie came if Black Panther came right. out maybe in two thousand eight, wouldn't have hit as much. You know why? Because superhero movies or the MCQ or Marvel weren't wasn't nearly as big. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like that's why you yeah. have to understand I think that's why you have to take everything to account when talking about the impact of movies. And so back to Eternals, I think it's gonna be really interesting to see how the Eternals affects the MCU and also the cultural conversation. Because I think also the Eternals is the most diverse team we're ever gonna see. There's a deaf, there's a um, deaf Eternal. Um, Brian Henry Tyree is gay. And you know, a lot of people are gonna have things to say about that. 
probably homophobic things to be honest and i'm not looking forward to the homophobic comments i'm not looking forward to the to people being like why is a black man why is black man a black man gay in the movie because black men are gay in real life like you know yeah. so i'm not looking forward to those comments and those are the ones that concern me because we know plate pages like the shade room um only bring things into uh, bring up things about comic book sexuality when they want to be homophobic Right, like right. they just did that with Superboy or Super, Super yeah, Superman's son, and they're like, he's bisexual, he's gay, and it's just like, y'all only talk about this like randomly, right? Because there are yeah. plenty of queer characters in comic books, right? And um, one one queer character doesn't isn't weird. I don't know. They just did, and they did that with uh Robin recently. Was it Robin yeah, who did. also came they out? Did. And they made they announced which bisexual. one were they saying? Were they saying Damian Wayne? I don't think so. Maybe was it, it was it Tim Drake. I think it was I, I don't know which one it was I forgot it's been a minute it's on, that was a few months yeah. ago but I remember people being like oh like how dare you but it's but it's like if you read comics like you would know that he flirts with Superboy all the time like and it's it, it's not it's not weird it's not anything and that's why I'm like people are only pay attention to things when they want to be homophobic or transphobic like or they just or they just want to feel a, a ism or they want to be rude to something right and like that gets on my damn nerves so again like um, I think it's super important to see these type of figures on screen as superheroes because little kids see themselves in these, right? And I think it's also a part of normalizing just people with different backgrounds, right? It's right. important to, no to note that like a deaf superhero can be a thing, right? Because there are yeah. plenty of deaf kids, right? Who, will who never would think they would see themselves like that. And I think that's why I get really passionate about people, about diversity in Hollywood, diversity in film and whatnot. Sorry, I know, like I said, this is a huge tangent. Because we were just talking about what if, <laughs> and now yeah. we went to the Eternals. But yeah, I'm just, I'm super excited for this movie. I'm going to see it opening night, probably November 5th or November 6th. And so yeah. I will have my You've been talking about it for a while. Yes, because I think this movie is going to be, I really, I, I, I just, I have a feeling it's going to be really good. And the cast and, is really good. And the cast. Angelina Jolie's in the MCU, y'all. Like that is huge. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it is. the base level of actors, like the act, the actors that they got for this movie is like. I think there's not a bad we, person on the cast. Whenever like, we do an Eternals um podcast, you need to make that the name of it. What? What you just said, Angelina Jolie's in the MCU, y'all. It's huge. No, that's really a big deal because if you really think about Angelina Jolie's like movie impact, it's huge, right? If you think about her catalog, I'm like, damn. Like it's 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 a really big deal. She's in there. Sama Hayek, Camille Nanjuani, like uh, Brian Terry Henry. Like you, like you got some heavy hitters. You have like um two Game of Thrones um act. Like come on, yeah, they, the Harrington. They're getting paid. Come on, like this is no skimpy cast. So a, the cast alone should be intriguing, right? Yeah. And like the t again. I also think that the MCU is an amazing job with teams that we never care about. We didn't care about Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. We didn't know who they were. I knew who they were. I did not know. But they made me care about Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Like, so I think that's what I'm saying. Like the cast. The cast is gonna be the cast is gonna be strong, right? I don't think this movie's gonna be super action heavy. I, I really do get that feeling that Chloe Zhao's focus is in that. But I'm interested to see, like, y'all, this is the beginning of the Marvel Universe. That's what we're talking about, right? And I think that is going to lay a lot of ground for the future, right? I think this movie is a movie that people appreciate over time. The same way that I think, um, like, the, Aven the first Avengers movies gets appreciated more and more every year, right? Mm -hmm. Like, certain things just, like, grow. And I think this movie is going to grow. I think it's going to be really good, but I think it's going to grow in the future, right? All right. Let me get off my Marvel thing. We are, are you, are you excited to get to the, we're going to DC y'all. We're talking about DC and Marvel in the same episode. It's, it's a rarity. <laughs>
but we're gonna get into Titans. I mean, you know what? I hate to I hate that we're talking about Titans with this season because this wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we we can we can get into it. We 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 can get into it. <laughs> anyway, y'all. So Titans is on HBO Max. Uh, it's just if you guys don't know, if you want to go watch it, it's basically live action Teen Titans. But yeah. not as good. The animated version, I'm going to tell you right now, is way better. I'm not I about agree. to play y'all. Young Justice, the animated version, is better. So let me just let me just put that out there. Um, I know we're talking about Titans, but did you watch Young Justice yet, the three episodes? No. Okay, never mind. I'm not even caught up on Young Justice as a series, so. Well, that's, you need to do that. But the episodes I have seen are better than Titans. Yeah, I so, agree. Thank you. I'm just playing it out there, but yeah. So Titans, um, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you take this over because I'm gonna be too shady in my description. So, so I'm gonna, do you mean to start like this, like with season one, kind of to now, or just with the season? That you could just give a season three recap real quick. Mm-hmm. So pretty much, um, they already I guess have a team established, whatnot, with Nightwing, uh, Starfire, Superboy, um. Beast Boy, uh, who else am I missing? Did I say Raven already? Um, no. Raven, Jason Ty, who ends up being the second Robin. Um, I think that's pretty much it for the most part. The main team? Is that what you're picking up? Yeah, yeah, main team, right. Okay, okay. Because I was like, you missed the characters. not in it as much, but um, they have Donna Troy, they have Dove and Hawk. Um, yeah, I think that's it because the other guy died. And wouldn't he die the first season? The uh, first, I guess, Aqua person, Aqua Lad or Aquaman or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, this season pretty much was just like developing, I guess, on that, on struggles that I guess they had from like the second. Um, and I guess it starts off with Jason Todd being killed, which um, everyone I think was, that was what hyped up the season the most because everyone was like, oh, like we can't wait to finally see Red Hood. Like everybody likes that person. Um, and that part was fine. I think that was a really good start to the season because everyone was waiting for that. Um, but following that wasn't, I would, I would say maybe wasn't the best just because it didn't follow his storyline, um, which mm-hmm. a lot of people had problems with, which I know you, that was your main problem. Because I yes. felt like they were hyping that up the whole season and then they didn't do what people wanted them to do with it. Mm-hmm. But I should definitely understand why people were mad about that. But not only that, um, they had uh, Starfire's sister come, Blackfire, who, you know, she was in the animated one. And she was way more evil. Um, and in the animated one, that she was in the real one, which I think was that was a big disappointment for me because, you know, she wasn't even doing nothing. You know, she wasn't doing nothing like what you thought. They were hyping her up the whole time, and she was talking about how bad and evil she was. When she finally got there, she wasn't nothing. She wasn't nothing like that. Besides saying that she killed their parents. Yeah. Um, but when she was actually there, she didn't do nothing bad. Written in my opinion, do, it, do, you, do Yeah. You agree? No, hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that was another disappointment, I guess, with the season. Um. And then you know, Donna Troy dying last season by electrocution, which I felt was stupid. And then Dumb. She literally has a lasso that's like basically electricity. Is it not the lasso of truth? And then she dealt with lightning. The last one, the last episode, <laughs> the same way how you died. And this is even more lightning. 
I don't even know if I can give that to comic book logic for real. I really, I really don't know. I, uh, I had so many problems with that. Like, it's like they just wanted to kill someone off just cause. And I'm just like, why? Sorry, finish your summary. Um, then they introduced Tim Drake, which is, he ends up being the third Robin, but I didn't like his character. I thought he was whining. I thought he was a brat. I thought that he just wanted to get his way. And he was like, like I told you, when he was like, I'll die for Robin. You already did. You literally, <laughs> you didn't even get your foot in the door yet. And you already got, you already and he died in a stupid way. You, and like, who just stands there when you see somebody walk into a gun? So like you, you already, you didn't even die for Robin. You died for being an idiot. Like you don't even deserve to even have that title because you can't even handle yourself personally. Yeah. And then how we talked about the whole time, the parents, oh, we don't want you doing this. It's too dangerous. And then at the end, you should stay with them. <laughs> just stupid. I thought, I thought it was just me that was thinking that when you brought that up, I was like, none of it, it doesn't make any sense. Dumb. And I'm, I was glad the guy in that video you said mentioned that because that was a really big, like, I think annoying factor for everyone. I but just don't understand like, how your parents go from like, I don't want you around this to like, oh, you figured out the entire secret identity of the Teen Titans, I don't want you around this. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, oh, uh, yeah, we want you to do this. What? Right. And then Scarecrow was the main villain this season, which I think he did a good job. But he also did like he the Scarecrow person itself was good, but I just felt like he couldn't do nothing on his own, and that's what sucked. He needed other people. Um, yeah, I mean, he just needed other people. That was the problem, and I feel like in other stuff where I've seen him, like Gotham, and other shows, he's more self sufficient. But he really wasn't this season. He needed Jason Todd, or he needed the police, or he needed whoever. He just couldn't do stuff on his own. Um, go ahead. No, I was gonna say like Scarecrow. Like I said, I felt like he felt like more of the Riddler to me this season, like in yeah. certain ways. Like with and all he was the even seeing riddles, wasn't he? Like, yeah, and I was just like the last was, the finale. He, I think he had like a riddle for <laughs> it was like rid- riddles and poems, and I was just like, yeah, they were trying to say poems, just say riddles. That's what I it was is. just like, yeah, because I was just like, this is this feels way more like a Riddler thing than like a Scarecrow thing, but maybe I'm tripping. I was like, maybe I need to read some Riddler comments. Like maybe I need to read some Scarecrow. Like yeah, I, I, I just didn't thing. understand like. And the fact that he didn't even wear the scarecrow mask, I fucking hate that. Like, yeah. I hate it when shows have characters and they don't wear the co- like wear a part of the costume. Like, then, what the fuck? Like, I know your issue was with Barbara Gordon, how they had her, you know, as the commissioner so young. When any other thing, when she's a commissioner, she's way older. Literally stupid. Literally so freaking stupid. Like, what? <laughs> what in what world? In in what world like would that ever be a thing for real like oh we're just gonna um you, you just get promoted after your dad like no no and this okay riddle me this was barbara gordon ever a cop i don't think so thank you okay i was like am i tripping like i genuinely was like has barbara gordon ever been a cop did that girl ever become a cop like when and you just go when, straight to commissioner thank you not crazy no let me tell you how i was this this season had me literally looking up all the characters like i didn't know something yeah like starfire never having power like like getting her power so like was that ever a thing like you know how like i was like no i i truly was sitting there going through the dc website like going through characters like when when was this is this a part of their story 
because y'all are just like it's one thing to add to someone's background or origin story but it was just like y'all are just making shit up and it doesn't y'all make take sense. stuff away blackfire not being evil is dumb I, yeah. that's stupid it doesn't make any sense because that's the entire point of her character like she's not a good guy and now she's just like i'm going back to tamarant and i'm like oh thank you sister look yeah and i think i would have maybe like and then maybe to me she didn't have to be super evil because she if she's gonna be the most she's gonna be the most of the season right like maybe she didn't yeah. have to be the main antagonist but they could have made her more of an anti-hero maybe like team up with scarecrow maybe at the end or maybe like team up with scarecrow then switch over i need something a little bit more jason todd black red hood i want to get into this bullshit <laughs> this man kills the gets killed by joker that's a thing yeah mm-hmm. that happened right and like that's the thing Lazarus Pit, that's a thing. Yeah. Lazarus Pit is usually not supposed to, you don't come back with your right mind all the time in the Lazarus Pit. Yeah, right, so right. I find it interesting that this Lazarus Pit has already just mas- been mastered and like, interesting. And especially with the finale when they gave it to people. Like, yeah, and I was just like, don't this, the Lazarus Pit is known to make you a little off. Right. Or, and, but that, and, that, and that's what you use it a lot. Like Raja Ghul is the only one who really is like good with it because he's like been there so many times but he's already a bad guy he's already crazy so like it, i don't know maybe it's still just like anyway anyway that made me mad right um he comes back after th- oh basically oh not even a week they didn't even bury the body yet or they yeah. did a funeral and they're talking about some and he's like the red hood is here it's supposed to be like a year they could have done, they literally could have just been like a whole year because to me, like the impact of him being gone isn't even felt yet. Right. It's the- Batman, and, and on top of that, because of Jason Toss, that Batman kills Joker. And then what? No. And then, and then he, Batman is just like, I quit. I don't understand the point of bringing a Batman into this show. If they're not going to use him. Himself. If they're not going to use, yeah. I don't know. Why did they bring Batman into the show? If they're not going to use him correctly. And you know what's crazy? They don't even really. Re- they only reference Batman. They never. They don't even refer- They barely reference Superman. They barely reference Wonder Woman. They don't reference enough heroes enough for me. And I'm just like, this is so annoying. And also, why don't we just cast an actor as Superman? Why don't we cast actors as Wonder Woman? Because the Teen Titans and Justice League have so many more interactions. And I don't understand why Batman is their only liaison. I don't get that. And why is Batman so old and Barbara Gordon so young? Because at one point they was messing around. <laughs> This is the part of the shows that confused me because I'm just like, you cannot completely change the character like we don't know who these characters are. And the fact that we don't even see her as Batgirl really annoyed me. The fact that like, oh, she's just in a wheelchair playing, being Oracle already. And you don't even, you see Oracle for like two seconds. And then remember at the finale, she tried, to, she tried to like get it to work again. You shut it down. You shut it down. But you know what's crazy? I'm like, I was under, I was under the impression that like Oracle was was really her, right? Like she was the one doing everything. But now she's just talking to it like it's Siri. Yeah. <laughs> again, dumb. Because the whole point of her becoming Oracle is that like she's now the Wiz, right? Like, and why is Oracle in the police department? What? Yeah. That it's in the Batcave what like no no let me tell you how mad that made me i was like why is oracle in the police department all they did was take an elevator down to get to it and i was like wait did they travel to the did i miss something did they travel to the bat cave no why is oracle right there who was like i guess undercover this whole time yeah now her as actress i liked her in schitt's creek so i knew who shine i was like i gave her a slightly bigger part but yeah to me again 
they didn't even try to hint at that. Like, they just throw things. They don't hint at anything. And again, Star, you know, the part that pissed me off is Starfire not having, being more in powers. I'm just like, the Blackfire have powers, though, in the comics, right? Yes, she always yes. had powers. Black power, yes. Blackfire said different each powers. They each have. And I'm just like, again, this is what I'm telling you. This show had me like, do I not know my shit? Because I could have sworn Blackfire and Starfire just had powers, and Blackfire just wasn't liked. Like, yeah. That was her and, whole... and mind you, the same powers, not different. Yeah, and I'm just like, what, 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 like, why, why would y'all, y'all just want? I just feel like they want to give Starfire a storyline, and they, and instead of being making it the Nightwing Starfire storyline, they said, "That's the black girl. We're gonna keep the white romance." And I don't, you know, I don't even be team interracial relationships, but like, if you're gonna have a black Starfire, she's gonna eventually have to get with Robin. Like, she's gonna eventually have to get with Nightwing. Right, and I just find it so annoying that they are just like, "Oh, we're gonna make Barb and Gordon and uh, them date." Why? Why? That's not even a real thing. Yeah. Don't try to play me. Like, no, no. And it was just a waste to me. It felt like a waste of time for real. It felt like a. You know what was really a real waste of time? The girl who was the uh who worked for Scarecrow, who was the slicer. Um. She remember they killed her husband on accident. They got like Nightwing got her husband killed. You remember her? Remember? Can you remember when Barbara Gordon got trapped in the thing in the in the alley and she fought the girl? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that character was a huge waste of time. Yeah, she was only in it for what one episode? Two episodes. You didn't even see her again. I was like, what was the point? What? And why she was, was she, she here? Was, like, jealous of everybody who like had yeah. somebody because she didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like. What are y'all doing here? Like, like I said, they always they, they made a anything. whole episode about her, didn't they? Yes, it was a whole episode. I was like, what is the point? Again, Donna being killed, and then like Raven trying to bring her back. Now, now the fact that it showed in the, in the previous season that Raven can just project, make everyone see something, right? Remember, like they thought Bruce Wayne was there, right? It was really just Raven messing people's yeah. mind. Yeah, Raven was straight up like, I can bring people back from the dead. There was really no reason for her to actually go to um to the mascara. When Donna could just brought herself back, yeah. Again, these they don't want them to be a team. They hate. There's no reason they, this show hates them all being in the same episode until like <laughs> the, until the last episode. And I can't stand it. Why can't they ever be a team? Why can't they ever be together? It's it just doesn't make any sense. And why are they taking a bus to California? Why can't they just take the plane? The plane. You know, season four. Have, is be three of them can fly. Three of them can fly. <laughs> Beast Boy 4, because Beast Boy can just fly too if he wants. What and about, just... Yeah, I gotta get into that too. But like, you know season 4 is gonna be them driving there and if something happens. I hope not. Yeah, season so 4 needs to be them back episodes. in San Francisco. And you know what's crazy? Where you you know, where is um the the character from last season? The girl who um who, who, who did they deal with last season? The villain? Deathstroke. Not what's his name? Not Deathstroke. Uh the one who um I has powers. He was in the first season? He was season two. What's his name? You supposed you to be the real person's name? No, I'm talking about like the like the villain. Yeah, Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Where remember how the daughter's on the team now? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. She wasn't in any episode. She wasn't oh, yeah. even mentioned. Uh, uh, How was she? She she literally became a Rose. She became a whole Teen Titan. She wasn't even in the show. This is why I said the show's a piece of trash. Because they, where, where's the consistency? 
how do you introduce Rose to the entire yeah. character? She's the entire <laughs> arc. She's the entire her and her brother are the entire arc of season two. And she does not exist in season three. She's not even mentioned. They didn't even say she's staying back in California. You're, she's not even mentioned. You're right. It's like she didn't even exist. You're right. And then what about Beast Boy turning into a bat? How did that even happen? I don't understand how they're talking about some Beast Boy. Beast Boy can't, because as far as I'm concerned, Beast Boy can just think about it and just turn into things. They right, just don't want to spend money. Like, this this one the production. This this one I say budget matters because clearly the production does not want to spend time creating just giving him his powers, right? Because really yeah. he should turn to a cat, a dog, a mouse, a lion, a elephant, a tiger, whatever a shark if he wants to. Now he has he's he's like oh I just I can't control it I just it's, it just happens in a moment it's it's painful. What? Right. What? Beast Boy is supposed to be the closest people on the team and he's such a lame ass. I can't do anything. That that part made me mad. How any other time he just turns into like a tiger, and now all of a sudden, once once Robin dies, now you can turn into something else. I thought Hank and Dove dying, Hank and like Dove and Hank dying, stupid. Hawk and Dove, stupid. I don't understand how Hawk was gonna come back with no body, huh? He's now Dove's just in Paris chilling. They didn't really even acknowledge that. You know what's really weird? The fact that um, Donna wakes up in Batman's home. She didn't die there. Like she, she should wake up in Gotham. Why would she wake up on the other side of the universe? Yeah. Just to save. Just to save. And how did she even know that that was happening? <laughs> but Tim Drake, Drake woke up in the hospital. Yeah. It's like, yo, there's like no consistency. It's, it's, they just do what they want in this show. And I just have so many problems. I have so many problems. This is like, nothing is just, nothing makes sense. They just throw things to acting like people won't, like, won't remember. Yeah, for you're right. Reason, I completely for some reason, like, I mean, they just didn't do nothing with her. For some reason, Raven's father is no longer a threat. Like, like you know, like, I, you know, and, and Raven's father killed, is just she, like. And she killed Trigon way too easy. Way too easy. Again, I told you that I had fun with that back then. I'm sorry, y'all. I know this is a we're just complaining, but like, and we're barely like the like like this show is such a disappointment. But I'm gonna keep watching because I just I just I just I don't know I don't know why. See, I, I don't agree that it's a total disappointment. I just think that this season I've had higher hopes for it. They do anything now. Let's talk about the finale. Finally, sorry. Okay, so basically the whole point is that Scarecrow is about to kill Gotham. He's basically trying to use his fear toxin to kill people. Which is never, I mean, yeah, I guess he's just made a stronger dose. Anyway, he's just afraid of talking to kill people. He kills like 2,000 people. They get a lab to pit in the sky somehow because of Starfire's new powers. She just throws it up there and it falls down as like rain. Look, yo, cringe, most cringeworthy line, purple rain. I'm like, are we, is this supposed to be a French reference right now? Like, what? Right. What? What? And then like it rains to keep, to bring everyone back. That feel like it should have like mad consequences. Batman's just allowed to pop into the city and be like, "Hey guys, my bad, I left after, here alone." After everything's done. My man, I left here alone, and then they're like, "We're going to go back to San Francisco." What? Like, and then and then, um, Scarecrow just being like, "Oh, I'm going to go back into uh back into Arkham." My bad. Like, I just. <sighs> and what do you think about Raven using like the fear toxin on him? I mean, that made sense to me. Cool, right? We're going to torture Scarecrow for, I guess, until they don't want him tortured anymore, right? Like, it's just weird. Like, 
so many questions and answers. So many just weird plot points. Again, um, no, no. The show gets really like a full four or five out of ten for me. No, I disagree. It's pretty low. It's pretty bad. I, it's still the show is still like an eight out of ten for me. I just feel like this season it it started off really well and then it just ended not as good. I knew it was going to be bad when the dude when they found out he was Jason Todd in the third episode. <laughs> and and the and you know it's crazy. Jason Todd didn't even have a real reason to be mad, right? I feel like they just made him they made Jason Todd way more of a moody teenager type of thing in this show, because and they just they're just trying to justify the like, oh, we just want him to be crazy. But my thing is like all Batman said, Bruce Wayne said was like go to therapy for a few sessions before you put the mask back on. That's he it. didn't say no. He didn't say you can't ever be Robin again. He just said, hey, give it a few days, man. And for some reason, he's just like you disrespected me. I'm gonna go like what. Now, now you just paired up with Scarecrow behind his back. Like, no, that makes no sense. Like, it's just not logical. And then his friend, remember the, the girl who, like, who he knew from, yeah. like, never saw her again. Yeah, I again, think went to visit her. And that again, was- Starfire having these visions that literally make her kill people casually, only for it to just be, like, the truth about her power. Dumb. Stupid. Mm-hmm. She could have just went back to Tamarin and figured that out. <laughs> and apparently, Tam- I don't know why Tamarin, with all the alien technology, you know, Tamarin should not take years to get back to. Mm-hmm. And then Superboy's like, I can't survive on your planet. And now they're making something that he can. How would they even know? I just, How would they even have the tools to do that? <laughs> it's so stupid. I have so many problems. Are we finished with Titans? Yeah, we are. Okay. I like the show overall. I will say that I don't want I, everyone knows I like the show, but like I said, I was just disappointed with this season. I'm glad you like it. I'm really <laughs> glad that you like it because I do not. Alrighty, the last thing we're gonna talk about is Wang Dong Hook's Squid Games. Squid mm-hmm. Game. It's not even Squid Games. You know, people are like, you know, you know, you know, know how these black people always make everything. Poor. But my thing is like, it's a bunch of games. <laughs> I know Squid Game. There's only one Squid Game at the end, but like, there's a bunch of games. Yeah, you're right. It is Squid Games. Yeah. No, like it should be Squid Game. So, Squid Game. Yeah. Anyway, incredible, incredible. Now, so I got hit to the series because my little sister, um, she loves a little Korean drama, Korean show, and um, she was just watching it, right? She and I saw I saw her watch. She watched an entire day, right? And I was like, "Oh, must be good, right?" And then, like, I think I saw on some on TikTok, or I saw some people tweeting about it, and I was like, "This is show my little sister was watching. Maybe I should watch it, right?" And so I turn it on, and I'm like, "Ooh, this is good, right?" And I watched. I'm gonna be honest here. I watched half of it in English, half of it in Korean, but that's only because it's only because I um was doing I was like cleaning while I was watching and I'm like I can't I can't I, I don't understand Korean <laughs> so I had to like watch pieces of it in English yeah, I, I will say I will say though that like I think it's way better in Korean because I think you get way more of an impact of like how the characters are acting you, you really feel the acting um in the show but anyway basically Squid Games is a little quick plot point um basically player four five seven that's not his name. But anyway, basically, he is... All these characters are in some crazy debt. Uh, they're offered uh, to play a game in the subway station or wherever, he, at least the main character, he's picked up in the subway station. Um, and he's like, you know, call me if you really want to win some real money. And then um, uh, he makes the phone call. 
Basically, it turns out that if you lose a game, you get eliminated, aka lose your life. Uh, they did not know they signed up for that. But, you know, maybe you should read a little bit of the line. I don't know. Uh, the, the, the guards are kind of maskless. This is a lot going on. Um, basically, you know, they play all these games. They try to, they leave actually, which I thought was a super interesting point. They leave, they come back because there's like so much money to lose. It's like 46 billion won, which is like $38 million or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so, so 46 billion won. So it's basically they can pay off their debt. They can live, they can live super rich for the rest of their life. They don't have to work a day for the rest of their life if they win the games, right? Now, the funny part about the rules is that like more than one person can win. Actually, they never say it has to be one winner. That's what I was gonna say too. Um, so I think that was really interesting, and I think it really, like, you if you reflect and rewatch or just like think about the show deeply, like you're just like hmm, very interesting point, right? Um, and then so basically when I go back into the games, a cop gets back into the games, and he's trying to like figure out what's going on to, from the inside, and um, each game it gets more and closer and closer, smaller and smaller group, of course, as it would, and eventually our main character who we, who we start with like ends up winning the games and then spoiler a spoiler 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 alert um tries to go back instead of being a father to his daughter <laughs> um which is also really annoying it's really frustrating but um you fall i personally like love like it it's the story is told in an amazing way the acting's amazing the characters are all amazing you have player one player 67 you have his best friend um you have the characters on the outside world um as well there is really not much wasted space or time in this show mm-hmm. uh it's, it's really well it's really succinct i should say um i think clearly the show is about how shitty capitalism can be how capitalism can just let shit happen too and or people in power let things happen because you know people we don't care about bottom of barrel people in debt um how money really can make the world money can make people do anything yeah. um it's truly about kind of like um how capitalism is really fucked up and how you can get away with a lot of shit uh if you have a lot of money and uh when you find out that player one is the creator of the games you're like holy yeah, shit I wasn't expecting that. holy made me cry in episode six for no damn reason <laughs> right like what the hell um yeah i just i just found it to be to be truly an incredible show um I think that I find it very interesting when people watch shows like this, right? And they come out with a completely wrong perspective. And I do think this is a show where you can come out with the wrong perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Like this show's clearly a, a anti-capitalist show. This show's clearly about how how we mistreat or we use the working the, the working poor in the class and how we ignore them. How people are able to disappear and be poor and we don't care because they're poor, right? Like yeah. um, how the rich take advantage and how they do not care and everything's for entertainment and show, right? Like how many things for violence we watch for entertainment and show. It's very clear. There is no like other way to like take take the showing right like there's really one only one answer for what what um the writer and director meant for this right like extremely clear and there's a lot of there's a lot of um works that are just like this right like it's not the only one um a lot of our ya novels that became movies like the hunger games like divergent um also had that same commentary the maze runner it's all the same commentary right like hunger games is very i just rewatched that series that's why i said that um very clear that this is anti-capitalist right that how capitalism takes advantage of everybody mm-hmm. else and they only been it only benefits themselves they never really they don't give back 
like they're like they say they are right like in the Hunger Games specifically, they're just like, you know, they say, to make the capital a better place, you all have to give to us, right? And then we will give you a police state, right? Like, it's very, it's a clear critique on policing in America, on how policing, they just, how they get away with, police get away with shit. Like, so much clear commentary. Squid Games, so much clear commentary. And people still came away with capitalist idea, or people still came away, like, pro-capitalism, which yeah. also shows how, how impactful capitalism is, like, because people were really walking away. I and I only bring it up because I was literally on the internet last night and I was watching a TikTok that I saw was interesting. And sometimes when I like see like a certain person on TikTok out, like if they have an Instagram, they're really famous. I'm like, oh look, let me see like who this person is on Instagram, right? And it was a creator of um the black college, like you know the black college sweatshirts, like black hoodie, yeah, like, yeah. I support black colleges. Um it was his it's TikTok and it was I went to his Instagram and I saw him repost something from the Squid Games and it was just like, oh, uh, you you don't always have to be first, right? You can be last. And it was just like, you still found pro-capitalist ideas in this very anti-capitalist show. Y'all are yeah. not watching TV correctly. This goes back to my point in the internals. Y'all, some people do not watch TV correctly. And it really is really mind-blowing to me and my homegirls. Because I'm just like, <laughs> how do you take a show that is clearly talking about the how how this is crappy? The end of the show is a disappointment to some because the games are still going on. The creator of the games is done, but he's had such a huge impact. Because when you learn that it's a global thing, that this happens everywhere. The Korean that we only watched the Korean games. We didn't see the U.S. games. We didn't see the European games. We didn't see the African games. We didn't see the see like we didn't see the Chinese games. We only saw the Korean games, right? And um, it's the fact that it's, he's had such an impact, and the fact that the game maker, the when the Black Mask has is so enthralled, and clearly he played the games before right like right. he was a contestant but he got so enthralled that he's now he can just take over it doesn't matter if the game maker actually is the, if the creator of the games died the fund of everything died because it's it's so strong that it can just continue on and the fact that like like that like that happens and it's that is that is the sadness of capitalism right like that's what we should take away from these things and people are just like you don't have to be the nut last. You, if you can be in first place, you can accept this. It's just like, did you not realize that like these people are dying over debt? Right. Instead because, of yeah. and and the and the that, fact that, that these people, people have in real life exactly, and the fact that they go to the police and the police just ignore it is a huge red flag. Don't you yeah. think so? Don't you think that the fact that we can't trust the police to cut and the, but they the police uphold these toxic um, and deathly systems is a, something to look at and to think about. And this is why I say that when we, imp- and this is why I'm always leaving on what media we take in and me- how media is so impactful, right? Like, cause you see something like this and be like, we don't need cops, right? It's clear that like cops are useless, right? We should probably defund some of these police, right? Like mm, we should question some of the systems that we have. And then will we only question it sometimes when uh, we, we, okay, this is gonna sound really extreme. We don't wanna see black bodies down the street anymore, right? And that's the time when people are like, we need to defund the police, right? Cause we see it in person, right? Yeah. But we shouldn't have to see it in person to, to realize that, right? We should be able to watch a fake show like Squid Games. Cause at the end of the day, Squid Games is not real, right? Um, but we should be able to see that and have the same impact, right? We shouldn't have to see real violence or real death for it to actually matter. And that's why I'm just like the, the media, the, what you watch, and that's why I'm like media is important and watching media correctly is important. I do think there's a right way to watch TV, right? Like, I mean, it's the right way to watch com- to re- to read comics, right? Like, and I this is I bring this up too because I think it was announced at the DC comic a DC fandom that like Superman was gonna be changing his like his uh th- theme, right? 
he yeah. changed it i think to like to be more global and so like, i think this is last ended in like the american way and now it's like the global or universal way because superman alien he's not american right like mm-hmm. but you know i get it right. created in america i i understand why that started that way but like people had a problem with it changing right and it's just like no like it's important to to note that superman's an alien to note that like he is for everybody he's not mm-hmm. just for an american just way america, like right. and that his and in the future in a world where we have trump and we're in a world where january 6 happened that over amplifying american ideas or it can also be seen as like an as a as nationalism and it can be seen as fascism and it's important right and that's why i'm just like it's so important to know what's going on in the world to realize why media is the way it is or what what, it, what it's saying about us as a people. This is my very like clearly like uh, movie soapbox I'm on right now. <laughs> um, but I just I just that that was my thoughts about Squid Game. I thought it was incredible. I thought it was super impactful. And I think that like you can take away so much more from it if you just watch it correctly and you really I'm just trying to see what the what the director is saying. Especially when the director is giving you any reason and saying it too, right? Like you don't need to add to it. Or you don't need to like um, take away something that's not there, or make it up for the benefit of you. Again, that's capitalism. Damn, capitalism is something people people taking things that are one way and twisting it into just trying to make a profit or making something out of it. And yeah, I'm just like some people were so desperate that they would do it. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's the scary part. Because th- you know what's crazy now. The internet has hella jokes, right? And I never, the internet is not take shit seriously. So let me say that, let me say that first too, right? But the amount of people who are just like, what game would you lose in the Squid Games or would you win the Squid Games, right? Like, you know, people were like, like, listen, I know, I thought the funniest one's like, oh, if it was Spade, I'd be out. I can't play Spades. I'm a lose, no. right? But it's just like, how is, but the question is there, people were literally answering the question, how much money would you go in for the Squid Games for, right? Like, if you knew you could win 46 billion American dollars? Maybe. There's a chance, a, there's a great chance that most, most people that we know would actually be in the game, yeah. right? Life or death, because it's true, because money is so powerful. Capitalism is so powerful, right? Like, because, and let's get into the actual show real quick again. We talked about real quick how uh, most people could win the games. So there is no rule that one person has to win, right? And Squid Game, we saw in the beginning of the show and the opening, the black and white scene where player one is playing as, as a kid, that you can be a team in the final game right now there definitely are some games where people had to be eliminated like tug of war people had to be eliminated there was no way for everyone to like live in that game right there was no way for everyone to win in marbles right but you could have more people have won in the glass game you know you didn't have to kill each other behind the scenes and like uh at night with the sleepover thing like Mm -hmm. there's a strategy to this game and not using people's abilities or not recognizing people's abilities and just seeing everyone as competition versus realizing that uh, again, capitalism says we need to see everyone as competition um, versus like um, the other philosophy is like you. these people are your teammates. The enemy is the bad guys upstairs who are watching us die. The enemy is, is player one, technically. He's playing with us, but we don't know that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but the real enemy is everyone above is everyone above who's watching us kill each other over money that we could all just separate, we could just split, right? Like, mm. yeah. so um the fact that only one when it comes out is also extremely sad knowing for the fact that player 67 could have won but um player but but his friend just kills him because he, he didn't want competition right. they could have all walked out there with equal amount of money now someone had to die at the actual squid games but two of them could have won yeah and plus it would have been easier to win the last game with more than one player don't you think right or at least defend yourself versus more than one player like 
again, it's 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 a huge commentary on how impactful capitalism is. And I just think that like it is amazing. It's an amazing on a rewatch. It's amazing. I've watched uh, I've watched a few breakdowns of the show, um, of how like Player One could have, how it could have been the entire time. Player One was sketching the first game when he was too happy playing Red Light Green Light. I was like, this yeah, was a little said, off. And that's even a meme, like him smiling like. I that. was like, this was a little off, right? Like, and then him going senile and like in season in episode six, you're just like, damn, like, it's it's just sad. It's super mm. sad, right? And then you watch Player 67, who's like, has all this and has a huge, like, sad background from like North Korea. And I think we as Americans forget that that's a real thing that a lot of people are stuck in North Korea and they can't get out. Like, and, and you know, her asking her if she was a spy. Exactly. Exactly. Like, these are things I think that people deal with. And again, like, we are just so focused on our one ourselves, of course. I'm not, and I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not right, but um, I just think that it's very interesting, like how they showed um, how they showed like uh, each character's like background story, right? Then you have the darker, the, you have the East Asian character. Uh, what's his name? Andrew. Oh, Andrew? Ali. Ali. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. I feel like I'm just starting with the name. Ali, who uh, is mistreated because he's darker, and that's colorism. Like they hit on some really important dark po- dope points. And uh, I just hate how people can come out and be like, that was cool. And also, I find it where people compare it to the Hunger Games. I'm just like, this is not the Hunger Games. It's, it's not the same thing. It's not the same. It's not the same concept. Um, and so I'm just like, no, 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 no. You can't half ass. I don't. You can't half ass watch TV. You can't do it. You can do it with some shows, like maybe reality television. Sure, whatever. But there's an argument for that. You should probably watch reality television a little closer too. Um, but yeah, I'm just like. And this is again why I do not engage in t- TV conversations with everybody because not everyone watches TV correctly. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds really wild to say there's a right way to watch television, but I'm like there is a right way to watch it. If you take a yeah. if you take away a bad a bad if you take away exactly the opposite of what the director is saying, it's one thing if the director never says anything. And there are plenty of times where directors will say like, "Oh, you can do whatever, you can feel however you want about it." When the director straight up like, "No, this is a commentary on this," you probably listen, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um. Yeah, what were your thoughts on uh, Squid Games? <laughs> like... um, I thought I thought it was a good show. I didn't I didn't know what it really was. I just saw you know on Instagram or you know social media in general people just talking about it. So sorry, I said all right, let me just check it out. Mm-hmm. And then once I like you know the first episode, I thought it was a little well not the first episode, but like maybe like the first half of the episode, I thought it was kind of slow. I was like, okay, where are they going with this? Yeah. Then when I realized that he had a gambling problem and that's probably, you know, that's how he got his debt. Um, I was like, okay, and now I see where this is going. Then when they said other people, you know, call other people out with their debt. Um, I thought it was really good. It's a whole bunch of people that's pretty much desperate. I mean, I feel like everyone's desperate for money, but they're super yeah. desperate for the fact that like their lives are in danger if they don't yeah. want to pay back. The- I thought that was cool. I thought it was cool how like they had an option to go back home, but their life they thought was just so bad that they decided to go back. I thought that was cool. I think they said, well, I mean, like maybe 12 or 13 people didn't come back maybe, but most majority of people did come back. Yeah, that's that's impactful when people are just like, oh, I'm rather just die than like, right. that's that's intense. Um, I thought that was cool. I thought the games were just, you know, childhood games that people will play. Like, I'm trying to figure out Cause that's that's the, that was like the thing of it, like games that they played as like a kid, right? Yeah. But I'm just like that 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 one with the bridge, like where was they playing that game at? Oh no, <laughs> but I don't. I think I think if it was like a kids game, I don't think it was like 
done yeah, with glass, right? Like yeah. it could have just been like hopscotch for real. You I know wish what I mean? they would, like I wish they would have did that, like how with the first episode they show how the Squid Games was played. Like I wish they would have showed a flashback of like how each game was played. Maybe not like Tug of War, so that we understand that one. But like yeah. I would have loved to see like how the traditional like way as was played there you know what i mean yeah the and marbles that was, that was game my, that was my favorite one honestly <laughs> i found the marbles game to be the one i didn't understand because i mean like we're not korean yeah. <laughs> like we didn't we didn't grow up i think it's korea everyone had their own game it would have been nice if there was like a uniform game no everywhere. i love the concept of them being like do whatever you want because i think that really speaks i think again i think it's commenting on the human condition right i think he's commenting on like how people will do if you give people no if you give people options it's just like either you both die or one of you are gonna have to do something that you don't think you're gonna ever want to do I, right I, was, I, I did like how the one guy was winning the marble game and then he they changed it up and how the odds were different i did like exactly that. again it shows the human condition like how, how you're so you are such a shitty person that you are willing to just like con, con people or try to get people to switch things up just so you can win right yeah. again life or death a lot of us don't we can't question too many of the morals of all the characters because it's like if we're in that same situation knowing that a gun's to our head so we probably do it. a lot more things that are crazy too right yeah. like the fact I'm that ali gets screwed I, out I feel like i'm good at yeah the fact that ali gets screwed out of his 20 pebbles it's his 20 <laughs> marbles for pebbles like insane and then that he's really to- made, i think that was my i think he was my favorite person in the show and i was really mad i was like you're so like gullible like i hate people like some some people are just such nice people that they just trust everyone exactly exactly and i mean the fact that that same friend was the one who knew what the what the honeycomb game was and didn't say nothing knowing damn well he picked the his his homeboy picked the umbrella like it's just so honestly i feel like any shape would have been hard with that game i don't think <laughs> listen like I could have had a line and I would have broke that thing you had. <laughs> it would have been it would have been like, ooh. No, I mean when I was watching, I was like, I don't know what shape I could pick, right? I have contemplated like literally high high key like making that. But cause I'm just like, I wanna see if I could do it. Now if it, when it breaks, I'm gonna be like, ooh. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. Like I think even there's a like, even red like green light, like listen. Red light green light, I was just like, all these people are moving, stay still, but let me tell you, if bullets are flying. And that's what I'm saying. And like they had a really far distance. Like that thing wasn't like you know how we might have had it like to a tree or something. Like yeah, they had it like all the way across a football field. Yes. And, and you have to know, like I to think do what it. sucked was when the people started running. They was bumping into people. So like people that was still they running into them, and now you're causing them to die. Exactly. And I was like, damn. Because some people were trying to stay still, and they're like, like, bam. And I think that's like another like hidden message. Like people will like bring you down with them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. literally, they literally. Like, you know. Yes, it's just like it's 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 like you know if if you burn, we burn too. Like we all we all are screwed. And it's I like think the crash that... in the barrel, barrel thing. Exactly, exactly. And I was like, damn, like it is, it is, it's a wild ass show. And like you, you have to watch. I think, I think. You, when you watch it super closely and carefully, you're just like, damn, like this is kind of, it's super deep. And I think that's why it's such a hit. That's why it's the number one watch show on Netflix, like of, of all the time whole, right now. The whole thing with like pretty much no one wanting like the women on the team, like, yeah, like, was, like another thing. And you know, I think the fact that the old man, like you said, the old man, the woman being the winning team in the tug of war because they had strategy and not realizing how many people who look different just because of the way someone looks doesn't mean they're like weaker. Now, don't get me wrong, I think it's interesting because I too was like, get the old man off your team. Yeah, this is not going to be good, good, right? Like, I so good. I think I too, like, and and I think that's why it's really dope because I think you check. I think the show check check me. It checks it checks yourself as an audience member because you, if you put yourself in the player's positions, you're just like, 
that's not smart, that's smart. And then you're like, oh, this is how they won. Oh, I never, I never thought of that. Like, yeah, I thought it was different because like usually people like respect um like older people, but I feel like in this show they didn't. Yeah. And maybe maybe it was just because their life was on the line because like I might not either. But you know what I mean? I just thought like they didn't even really want to hear him out when he was trying nope. to talk or nothing. I thought that I thought that was different. Nope. It was very much um all for one. For one for all. Um yeah, I thought it was super, super well done. And um I've we watched parts of it already just because I just thought some things are some things just hit really differently and really closely. And I'm excited for a season two. I'm excited to see how they take it. I don't know if we're gonna see a different like Squid Games like in a different place. But like I'm kind of over because the, the in that case it does remind you of the Hunger Games because like okay now we're doing it again. You know what I mean? I don't. But I don't think he's going. The thing is like listen, there, there's no he's actually he's he can't go back into the games because he already yeah. knows too. Like and they, they know all, they know he's four fifty six. They said it on the phone. Yeah. Like they know who he is. They have cameras everywhere. So I don't think he's going back into the games. I do think he's. we're going to see the different games, but he won't be in it. And I think that's going to be the question, to right? Out. He's going to try to find that guy. Yeah. He's going to try to like lure someone to bring him up and he's going to try to get him. That's what I think it's going to be about. Yeah, I do think that it sounds like the creator himself like has a, like probably has a more succinct idea. So I hope this show is really only like three seasons max. I think that like having too many seasons can definitely like be a hindrance and it can just, okay now it's just like a franchise thing right it's like we don't need that i do think that the um you know maybe he does get turned around maybe he does get on that plane right maybe because that's season two like you know he thinks about it for a second gets on the plane gives it to america and maybe sees the american games right like now if i see the american games i don't want it in english i i would still like it in korean um because i think that those Korean actors are incredible. I would, I, I know like Player 67, beautiful, loved her. Um, some of these actors I want to see back somehow. I, you can't bring people back from the dead, but I think it may be some flashbacks or something could be, uh, th- there's a concept, right? There's something yeah. there. So, you, um, know, you know what's weird? So when I watched it by myself, I saw it in Korean, like the subtitles. Mm-hmm. And my parents watched it. So then I rewatched it with them, but they had it in English. Um, but they were saying different. I don't know if you peeped that. They were saying different things. Yeah. Listen to Korean. Yeah. I think the Korean one was more intense, so I'm glad that I did watch it. Like the, that. it is like the like the especially like episodes like six like that is a show you should, that's an episode you should watch in Korean straight up like um because I think the emotional moments and the what they're saying is deeper than in the, and like the U.S. version like one that the voices are so weird. <laughs> Yeah, um, like, the like voices anything. are very weird watching the English. I was like, oh, this is not good, this is not fine. Like, like, even like before the one girl got shot in the head with the Marvel game, like the Korean version, she said something like, Thanks for like playing with me, or things for like, yeah, this. but like she didn't say that with the English one. I said the English one wasn't as dramatic or like wasn't as like good as like the Korean. Yeah, I think it's the dr- dramaticism of his like taking away. I don't know if that's even a word, but yeah, no, you're right, it's definitely very different. Um. I think I got all my thoughts about Squid Game out. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it was good. And if they what, if they have a season two, I'll definitely watch it. No, for sure. Um, okay, any other television shows you have thoughts of? I know you watch Doom Patrol. I don't have any thoughts on any of these. Yeah, I so. think that, that's a good show. I think it's weird. I think it's you should you should walk like if you don't know anything about superheroes or like DC background or nothing. I think that's a good show to watch because you don't have to with that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that show is its own thing. But I, mm-hmm. I think it was a good one. Um, talking about injustice, I saw that. That was, you know what? I didn't read the comics, so maybe that's why I liked it because people that did hated it. Um, but I thought it was good. But like I said, it was just from what I've heard from 
people who read the comics that stuff was just different. It was not how it should have been. Yeah. Um, doesn't um, surprise me because, you know, well, they do that all the time. When I, I didn't watch Injustice, but I will watch it. I did watch them on Halloween. I thought that was that very was, good. That was really good. That was really good. Um, this is all comic book. Yeah, all, I'm trying to think all like comic like or or just I should say action related. I've been watching a lot of dramas and I think I'm doing a full episode on like Succession and like Insecure. Um, mm. So that will be coming out if I actually, actually ever get to it. Cause did you hear about the other game on Netflix? Um. It's called Alice in Borderland, and it's I guess it's similar. Yeah, I think it's a similar. It's another Korean show. Um, but that one's I want to say is a battle royale. Is the one with teens. I heard, like, um, I heard say that one's better. Yeah, they say it's. They say they say it is better. So I am probably going to tune into those two. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. I feel like Squid Games is definitely going to probably make me tune into a lot more Korean dramas and shows in general because I just feel like yeah, oh, they, they're doing it over there for real. And I think, I feel like maybe with Parasite, I should have known that because Parasite I found incredible. I thought Parasite was such a good movie. Still one of my favorite movies I've watched uh, in a very long time. Um, so yeah, I think that I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we got really good content recently, and I that's that's really what I love to see for real. Like, and we got more content. We got we got Eternals coming up. We got Hawkeye coming up. We got the Spider Man movie coming up. So that should be Spider really Man. Man, the amount of theories going for Spider Man already has me like shook a little bit. I'm like, oh, I'm not. See, I, you know what's funny? So somebody sent me something, and I was gonna send it to you, but I was like, no, nah, Raquel will probably kill me. I don't know how, but it was like the beginning of the Spider Man movie. Like, I guess it's what's gonna what it's going to be I don't is know that real do. or is that don't send it to me don't send it I'm to not me I will... it to you, but i don't know it looks pretty real to me i literally will do not send me no spoilers i'm not going to send you because i will be so sad um i do think we're probably gonna get a spider-man trailer a second the second one really soon i think in sometime in november um because they're all because the, that was think about it, the trailer we got was a teaser trailer we didn't even get a real trailer trailer yet so i think mm. we have two more shows coming for spider-man movies people say people are debating if tom holland and toby mcguire will be in it i think it, they will be in the trailer because i think that like if they yeah if they are man it's, it's gonna be over you i think it, i think they will be in the trailer mainly because i think that they want as many people to see this as possible and i think they also want tom holland and andrew garfield to do uh to, to go on press they want to do the press tour they want the new the press junket. They want them to, in the interview. All three of them are on Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel's couch, being like, "Hey guys, um, what's up?" Jimmy Kimmel's couch. They, sorry, the the MCU loves Jimmy Kimmel, Disney, and so they they will be on the couch, like, and talking to them, being like, "Hey guys, so excited for this role. So excited to come back to this role. So excited to do this movie." Like, so, and if they're if they're not in the trailer, they're not in the movie. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like if I don't see them in in the trailers they're not gonna be in the movie i just i think that um it'd be such a big waste to not show them not show them at the press tour press tour it would be also be really weird to not see them at the movie premiere yeah i think that would yeah. be a really weird marketing strategy so yeah yeah i think that movie is definitely I, we all know it's going to kill the box office yeah i think it's gonna be, of no course highest grossing movie of the year um yeah I think that's all the thoughts I, I have, y'all. I think we covered all that in the time. Yeah, that was, that's, that's, it's, it's gotten long, y'all. So if you hang in there, hung in there. Good for you. Um, all right, you guys, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. See ya. Bye.